All right, heads I win, tails you lose. Mm-hmm. Mega boom. Gentlemen, I feel 100% better. One of his glasses were just banging tits. Yeah. We need to send those <laughs> chimps back where they belong. Were you always this old-timey? Yes, let's say for sake of argument, I was. I propose a space train! That would be a program I would watch. Mega Proudly broadcasting from an undisclosed location deep in the heart of Los Angeles, this is Megaboom Radio, the only show that's fighting for your right to farty. With me as always is Lars Kenseth. And nobody else. Yeah, it's that's just us. That's why we said that about mm-hmm. farts at the top. Yeah, we wouldn't have been allowed to if Eliana and Noah were here. They'd be like, guys, stop it. This is a serious show about issues. Speaking of issues, we've got a lot of fun stuff to talk about today. Oh my god, it took us a really long time because nothing happened this week. Yeah, nothing happened that wasn't horribly sad. Yeah, yeah. We were going to dedicate the whole show to the Brussels uh, attack, but then we didn't. Yeah, because we realized that while a lot of you do come to us for your hard-hitting up-to-the-minute news Mm -hmm. on the episodes we release about six days after we record them, probably... Probably we're better off just sticking to the only thing we're good at. Just making silly jokes about light news stories. So silly, so fun. Let's all just gather around and, mm-hmm. and have some. Let's have a laugh. Yeah. Speaking of, of light chuckles, let's start off today with a with a fun story. Yeah. Easy to get into. A fun story mm-hmm. with a powerful name. Yes. Maximo Trinidad. Maximo Trinidad is the star of this story. Mm-hmm. And future president. Of of the world, I assume. If Trump becomes president, I believe the next president could be a Maximo Trinidad. Mm -hmm. Now, Maximo Trinidad, for those who don't know, and if you don't know, for shame, Mm. Maximo Trinidad was just your regular guy named Maximo Trinidad. Just an average Joe, Joe Trinidad, Joe Maximo (laughs) Trinidad, as he calls himself. He was surfing in Corners Beach in Jupiter, Florida, Mm. when... A flying, spinning shark slammed into his surfboard. Yeah. And knocked him off it into the water with the shark. Now, this should have been foreseen as the high school football team is the flying, spinning sharks in Jupiter, Florida, as it should be. But you know what? Maximo Trinidad, he don't care none. Mm -hmm. Here's what Maximo Trinidad had to say. Now, remember, here's a man who's surfing a beautiful wave and Mm -hmm. all is fine. And a shark throws itself out of the water, right? spinning mm-hmm. into him, yeah. knocking him into the water, where what's in the water with him now? It's flying spinning shark. A flying spinning shark. Yeah. Maximo Trinidad's thoughts on this uh, turn of events was, as soon as I saw the big, beautiful animal jumping next to me, everything <laughs> went into slow motion. He's like Jack Anna. I didn't want to be on top of it, and I think it was a fish. Everything was so surreal. So this is a... Uh, when I saw the beautiful beast come at me, <laughs> I knew I did not want to be on top of it. Man, flying shark thrown at him. First response, big, beautiful beast. It's a big, beautiful blender <laughs> made out of flesh, spinning teeth at me. <laughs> when a reporter asked him, were you frightened? He said, it was awesome. Yeah. I was not even scared. His name is Maximo Trinidad. That should have just answered that right off the bat. He's not scared of anything. He's not scared of anything. No. He's had to own that name his entire life. And based on his response to being attacked by a flying spinning shark, he really has. The Maximo Maximo Trinidad family crest Mm -hmm. is 
a bicep upon a bicep with two thunderbolts coming out of it, mm-hmm. zapping two lion heads, and the lions then get imbued with laser vision, and they're burning like fire that is cooking sweet kebabs at the bottom of the uh, mm-hmm. of the crest. Oh yeah, I've seen that crest. It's uh-huh. a good one. It's pretty good. It's longer than it should be proportionately, but uh-huh. it, you know, it, it it gets the message across. That's the first. That's the first aspect of this show that's ripe for. Uh, fan art. Just letting you guys know. <laughs> this is the environment Maximo Trinidad yeah. was born to be in a world where sharks spin through the air with the greatest of ease. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure this is what heaven would be like for him. Now, Brent, you're a surfer. Have you sure. ever encountered a shark or anything like this? I've seen a lot of sharks. You've seen them while you've been surfing? Mm-hmm. And when really? we surf, they um, there actually were a bunch of great whites that were hanging out in Manhattan and up by Malibu. Oh, fuck you. Were you scared? Yeah. I don't know that I've ever seen a great white shark. I've seen big gray sharks. Oh, so they sharks. were just there, but you yeah, didn't know. Yeah, we knew they were there. But there were big gray sharks. Um, I think they're either nurse sharks or lemon sharks. I can't remember. Mm. That will just kind of, if you're sitting and the water's clear, you'll sort of see them sharking underneath you. I like to put a lemon shark wedge in my wheat beer. But that actually makes it really nice. Yeah. It gives it some bite. Yeah. Oh, just, just fuck you. Just <laughs> fuck you with your puns. Oh, my Lord. But yeah, you, you see them and they... Uh, my response always is totally you get the immediate adrenaline rush. Like yeah. you're a little bit sick. You put your feet up on your board and I know they're not going to do anything, but you can't help it. They're sharks. So what do you do? You just sit on your board. That's kind of like kinda, your... Just kind of wait. Wait? Yeah, just wait till they go away. I always have this idea that when the water is really murky and I'm just dangling legs off the board that I'm going to get a bite and pulled in. It's never happened. Rarely happens. I bet they don't really like people. Although I bet they do like Maximo Trinidad because they could eat him for power. Oh, yeah. So for him, it's just a question of someday he'll mm-hmm. be an old man, like a right. 104-year-old man probably, because he's going to live that long, mm-hmm. at least. he's gonna He would have lived to 120, but, you know, he's had to have, an, you know, he'll be on his surfboard, 104, out right. there, massive battle with a shark surrounded mm-hmm. by great whites mm-hmm. or, or lemons, depending on where he is. I feel like the Maximo Trinidad's lineage sort of follows uh, vampire... Uh, mythology built by Anne Rice, where mm-hmm. as you become a very old vampire, you're imbued with much more power, and then if a uh, yeah. you, a new person bites you, they get all your power. Yeah, I, I feel like of, that's I, the relationship. I could Max see that. I could also see an evolutionary cycle of like the Trinidads started as flying spinning sharks, oh, slowly yeah. learned to walk, came on land, right. but were pulled back to the ocean because that's where they're right. from. And then ultimately the lineage ends when a flying spinning shark eats you and then the cycle repeats again. Right. Every thousand years, we get, right. a, we get a Maximo Trinidad. Mm-hmm. He's the Highlander of guys who paddleboard surf in Jupiter, Florida. Exactly. Next. Three, two, one, and Jim. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to talk about a gym. Okay. Uh, so this gym opened at the end of my street. Mm-hmm. And I've been a member of a gym for a while. And Brent, you've seen me, uh, you know, come and go with weight. It's sure. been an It's been an issue. It's mainly because um, at a cellular level, I want to eat a large pizza for every meal. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not something I can do anything about. Right. It's what my body needs to survive. Unfortunately, that's the road to flesh circle. So I don't mm-hmm. want to do that. I want to like get my life together. So I decided to leave LA Fitness and join Iron Gym, which opened Ooh. at the end of my street. It's a two-minute walk, so it's very convenient. And their slogan is, great bodies aren't made, they're forged. So I feel like I great. had to Yeah, you join. don't really have a choice. Yeah, that's not a choice. So 
So I went there and um, they had an interesting offer. It was like if you join up, everybody gets a free fitness assessment. Cool. Which is, uh, you know, they hook you up to some stuff. They take some readings. Really? Like yeah. the full electrocardiogram on a treadmill kind of thing? Uh, not on a treadmill, no. It's basically just like this robot that's sort of like kind of like they plug into you and you hold on to it and it's sort of like am i gonna fuck the robot but you know you don't Mm -hmm. it just takes a bunch of readings of your body and you know tells you how broken you are inside Mm. up top the funny thing (laughs) was it's like so i i come at this with a sense of humor because i'm ready to be humbled and i said to my uh to noel the person who was uh who's your assessor my assessor (laughs) she i told her well i'm really excited to do this because I've, you know, I've really been meaning for a while to get all my physical deformities down on paper mm-hmm. so that I can just have that right. as a record and several disparaging things like that. And the response from her was just kind of like confusion and kind of like, why would you say something like that? <laughs> why would you disparage yourself that way? Why wouldn't I don't understand why you wouldn't just reach your full potential and actualize yourself. Mm. like it was like that's, that's the, a good point how does yeah, that why even, haven't you why just make, reached your full potential you don't make fun of yourself that's not something you do mm-hmm. so um it's <laughs> like that's my life uh that's why i'm so sad anyway so um no but uh, anyway so i went in and it was like equal parts like therapy session and <laughs> <laughs> physical assessment which is not what you expect from iron gym yeah it was a, it was supposed to be a half hour i made it like an hour and a half wow yeah so I, you and noel really hit it off <laughs> She was just like, well, I was trying to be funny, and like I was also just like going into way too much detail about my problems. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I ruptured my Achilles, so my calf right. is a mess, and um, and then also I I threw out my shoulder lifting a couple of years ago, so now it just kind of pops out randomly. You know, the <laughs> things that happen to you in life, right? It's just that's what happens, you know. Um, a flying spinning shark came at me. Right, I don't sure. have the side of my body anymore, mm-hmm. but yeah, so. It was all good, and she actually helped me a lot and gave me a lot of good tips. But um, the uh, the interesting thing <laughs> was when she it really it got way more humbling than I thought it was going to because you went in there expecting to be humbled, yeah, and you were humbled by your humble expectations, humbled and then some. Mm. And uh, the, the the and I was humbled by things I didn't know I was going to be humbled by because like I tried to do like. I would do. She was like, "Okay, let's make you do planks. Let's make you do squats and all that stuff." And I actually did well. Like my form was great, and you know, I sure. you know I used to lift and stuff, so yeah, I know what to you did do. Sports. You know how to move your to body s- around. Do the sports, but then well, the problem came <laughs> with when I was like, "She's like, let me look at your posture and your mm-hmm. gait." So she started looking at my posture, my gait, and I never thought about my posture mm-hmm. or gait. But apparently, like. <laughs> it's like one of these things I can't communicate it on the radio as much because it's just like a visual thing. She's like, you've got a thing where it's like, and it was just like kind of making like a slouching turtle <laughs> mo- move where it's like she hunched her back, stuck her head way out mm-hmm. and just did one of these. And I was just like, oh my God, I can't, is that what I fucking look like? Is that for real? And she did some tests and like, you know, mm-hmm. and then she had me sit down at a, at a desk and She's like, show me how you work. And I was like, well, if I'm being honest with myself, it's slouching over like this mm-hmm. and kind of like really like barely. Low. Yeah. Least amount of work to keep yourself 
yep. vertical possible. At that point, it's just like gravity wins. Gravity white wins. Flag it's posture. like it's like those trees on the California coast that just kind of bow over the side of the bluffs. Right. <laughs> they're it's just like, like just waiting. It looks very relaxing when you're looking at a tree doing mm-hmm. it, but when it's a person, <laughs> usually they're hunched over a grocery grocery cart and 98 years old. Right. So she was just like, "Oh my god! Well, that's it." <laughs> You're just a fucking you're and I was like, well, I'm writing all day long. Like, what am I supposed to do? I'm just like sitting at a desk. Mm-hmm. And so now we've devised this whole plan to try and, you know, it's a it's a losing game because I'm going to be doing it. She's like every 15 minutes, set a timer and like sit up straight and like get up every hour, like set an alarm in the other room to get up every hour and turn off the alarm. So you have to walk. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to just get with that, and then so there's you're a, building your own Skinner box. Yeah, and I've been really trying to. Do like, you put treats by that other alarm so uh-huh. you get a treat yeah, every that's time right. you hit the switch? Yeah, there's a lots. Of, there's treats, and then there's also like like there's a little mouse trap if my face goes too far towards right. my computer. Um, oh, the old box of pain approach. Yeah, that's right. That's why my nose is so red and large mm-hmm. today. I thought you'd been hanging out with some Kennedys. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. So anyway. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 very strange to know that like everything that you've done in your life mm-hmm. is um, everything about my lifestyle is going to cause me to be a broken old person someday, and I don't know if I can do anything about it, Brent. But so this is all the assessment. When did the actual forging start? What does that look like? I don't know yet. I have to wait, and then on Tuesday they'll show me their plan that they've constructed for me. This is a plan that takes multiple days for them to figure uh-huh, out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> They what? need to like get together with their their white shirt sleeve fucking NASA in the late 1960s team to figure out how the hell they're going to bring this rocket ship home. How the hell are we going to do it? What the hell is going to happen? I, th- Maybe if we put a pizza at the end of the treadmill, you know, he can do a half mile. Maybe that's something. I love, I love that this gym has a team of people to decide to tell you how to work out. Dude, they have... Okay, it's a boxing gym too, so it's sure. like... They've got... Um, Let me the, guess what their recommendation on Tuesday is going to be. Boxing? Yeah. <laughs> if that's their... If, if that's their uh, it took them two days to come back to you and say, yeah, oh, you should do some boxing. <laughs> I want them to come back at me with like, here, we're going to come to the gym and then do a series of sitting and standing motions <laughs> with little girly weights. And you like, you don't get to use the full gym yet. You're just going to be in this white room. <laughs> That we've put some really there's like things like a banana like you mm-hmm. just pick just practice picking up the banana and eating it mm-hmm. just um yeah I need to be fully trained like it's gonna take it'll take years to really no no it won't it'll take I think it's my goals are very minimal and achievable mm-hmm. I think but um for instance like well yeah they, at this point it's like the population of people to sheep in New Zealand like there's four trainers for right. every person. When I go, um, when there's a boxing class going on, because mm-hmm. um, it's a big open air kind of loft sure. style place where it's like everybody's doing everything everywhere. Um, there's five guys for a class of like 12 people yelling at you to like box and do this like kind of circuit boxing thing that they do. You don't need five people to do this. There mm-hmm. is a fucking team of people. Like there's a fucking fleet. This is like... How are they paying for all this? I don't know. I really don't know. Mm-hmm. I really, I can't. Maybe they get they get the free chocolate smoothies at the front of the <laughs> at the front of the gym. Yeah, I have no idea. Turkey jerky. I don't know what. A, see, that's what I say, and I, that's how you know I'm not a healthy person. Next.
interesting stat came across the news desk today here at Megaboom. The stat desk. Stat desk. Where Brent just sits and receives stats. Mm-hmm. Mm, delicious stats. <laughs> that does seem like a little fantasy dream you might have. Oh, it'd be fantastic. <laughs> news anchors have yeah. a wonderful job, except for the part where they actually have to read the news. Yeah. But they just are in a space where people all day bring them the news. Yeah. And then they can say things like, what does that story mean? And there's a whole team of people to in-depth understand things that are happening in real time. That's true. Important news like, you know, oh, Donald Trump's eating a slice of pizza in New York. And, right. Oh, oh, and then John Kasich's eating a slice of pizza and he used a fork. Oh, wow. Oh, man. He oh man, and now, like a fork guy. And then Ted Cruz is, he's doing, he's making matzah. Turns out Ted Cruz's face is made out of pizza. That's that why it's slowly melting sense. off. Oh, my God. Oh, I got to say one thing about Ted Cruz really quick. Hashtag Zodiac? Yes. Okay, okay. Oh, God, what did he say? Somebody said, somebody asked him a question. Mm -hmm. I'm touching Brent right now because I'm like so excited about this news. I'm excited to be touched. Okay, because we all know. (laughs) Don't say it. We all know about the Ted Cruz Zodiac killer. The theory is that he is the Zodiac killer. Or the lead singer for Striper. Or the lead singer for Striper. Take your pick. They're not mutually exclusive. Mm -hmm. Um, But. Evidence is mounting on the on the, the the Zodiac killer thing, and there was a thing where somebody asked him his favorite cereal, and he said cereal killer. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. He did, and then he said, and then he changed oh, the subject. But God. I was like, what is going on? <sighs> you are the Zodiac. Ted Cruz is the Zodiac. Anyway. Stats, but those are—that's the kind of thing that that kind of hard-hitting news. I would love to have that come into my in, my yeah. daily stat IV feed. Yep, mainlining stats. Mm. But this stat that we saw today was surprising and weird. Turns out, in the U.S. in the last two years, the rate of organized militias has gone up thirty percent. That's extraordinary. That is a lot of organized militias. Holy shit! This is like a registered militia with yeah. The- these are known yeah. militias. Wow. And there's a lot of speculation as to why this is. Some people are saying that the civil unrest in Ferguson, where a militia organization patrolled the streets, brought a lot of wow. attention to militias mm-hmm. and got people excited about that. Whereas you and I, Lars, yeah. think, oh, armed groups of civilians with assault rifles. This sounds like a horrible idea. Patrolling the streets of a city in turmoil... Is there a larger canister of gasoline to throw on that fire? <laughs> I don't know what it is. God, especially in Ferguson. How did yeah. it not erupt into fucking utter chaos? Well, so, it did, but right. not with the militia, at least that, not that I know. That is so fucking shocking. And, I, and I'm scared because I know what these people in militias are like. They're completely unqualified <laughs> people who happen to be gun owners and are angry white people. There's no like diversity in these militias. And most of the time, it's like, oh, let's go march outside the Arby's. They're going to close on the edge of town. Mm-hmm. And, you know. There's a long history of militias. Uh, you know, uh, The most recent one is obviously in Oregon this year. When a, right. group, when a militia group protesting the federal government's use of Western lands occupied. <laughs> <laughs> occupied what's basically a national park. That's so fucking crazy Which, and and wouldn't you know it eventually they had to stop doing that but these militias <laughs> but they shat all over that park and left yeah. lots of trash and lots of human poop 
That's so mainly they, what they were protesting is that you couldn't poop in open pits. I want to poop wherever I damn well please. This is God's country, my country. Tis of thee. And I Tis just, of BM. <laughs> when I've kind of gone down the militia rabbit hole because, of course, and I've been watching a lot of videos about these guys, and yep. I have to say that the more I learn about them, the yep. more frightened I am. Mm-hmm. Because they always start by saying, we're not the racist militia. We're not the militia that wants to drive out all the minorities. We're the militia that wants to protect America when the grid goes down. Yeah. And wants to protect our family when society inevitably collapses, which is going to happen at any minute. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now, I've watched a lot of these militia tapes, and they all start by saying they're not the racist militia. I've yet to see... <laughs> I've yet to see anything other than a 40 to 50-year-old white man in any of these militias. And they're all so fat. Like, who are you defending? You're such a huge... If anything, if the bullets start flying, you're going to take most of them because you're so large. All they seem to do is perch on the edge of forests in in like flatland America with like a sandwich with their gun and just like sit and eat. Is this just an excuse to secret eat outside the home? I'm wondering if maybe this is what happens when you're a kid in the Midwest, which I was, and you're in the Boy Scouts, and you love it. Mm. You go camping, you got your buddies, you hike, everyone's got different you know, right. levels in the organization. Then you grow up, you can't be in the Boy Scouts anymore. There's right. no Boy Scouts for adults. That's weird. Yeah. So you make up this new thing. You call it a militia. And basically, it's you and your buddies get to go play Boy Scouts again like children, only now you have guns, which is even better. Yeah. Well, you have to come up with a reason for why you're doing this. You can't just tell your, you can't just tell your poor, sad wife that you don't want to be in the house with her every weekend. Honey, I just can't stand it anymore. I need to go be in the woods with my friend. She won't understand that. So I got to defend America. That's something you can tell your wife. Honey, Against I, the background of... Nothing but one tumbleweed and a grain silo clearly over five miles away. But they're coming. They're coming to take their America away. Yeah. And sure, th- the silo's empty, but that doesn't matter. They could come and take it. And I really think that's what it is. It's you get a bunch of bored people in the middle of the country where I used to be from. Mm-hmm. And I get it. It's really boring there. The winters are long and cold and gray, and there's not a lot to do. Why can't they just do what I do and just build a couch fort <laughs> with the kitties? They basically are, but they're building it in the woods with AKs. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's fun. It's uh, That's my optimistic hope for what's happening, that these are a bunch of guys that want to play Boy Scouts. But that doesn't mean people can't get hurt. That's right. the unfortunate thing. But they still have guns. They have all the guns. And they still think that they're the first line of defense. That's what they all call themselves, America's first line of defense. How are they the first line of defense? Against you, what? You know what the first line of defense is? The first line of defense. <laughs> yeah. The police. Yeah. The National Guard, uh-huh. firefighters, you know. You're Our like, the, if anything, you're the tr- like the last line of defense. Right. Because if it does get to the point where the government does the unthinkable and raids our American cities with our own armies, right. you're the, you are the last line of defense. You're not the mm. first line of defense. It's kind of like on the football team. The water boy doesn't get to play football no. until everyone else is injured or is defected to the other team. Yes. Then the water boy gets to play. Until then, not playing on the sideline. That's true. Building a couch for it with his cats. 
We both have mental disabilities, so I think that's why. Brent, do you want any water? I'm good. Thank you, Lars. Okay. Can I drink it? Sure, buddy. Okay. I know it looks like pee in here, but it's not. It's water. It's a oh, no, you. That's for you. You enjoy that. Yeah. I know you will. Good tasting. It's on my mouth. Uh. This is why I love our show. Because six minutes into talking about militias, uh-huh. we've likened them to derelict water boys who drink their own pee. <laughs> That's our access point. That's how Brennan and Lars are like, let's really get behind this story. Let's think about why people are driven to join militias. Mm. I know. Derelict water boys who drink their own pee. But it was a, a whimsical vision of derelict water boys sure. drinking their own pee. Yeah. And that's what I like about our show. Right. It's not mean in no. a traditional way. It's in a positive way. Right. They're really enjoying drinking their own pee. They're loving it. They're out in the woods. Why shouldn't they? Let them have some fun. Mm-hmm. Let them have some pee. Let them, let, them, let them drink pee. Thank you, Marie Antoilette. Oh, God. Ow. Ow. Pun. Ow. You punched me in the stomach. Oh, my God. Whew. Oh, coach, I can't breathe. I think I got a stinger. I think I got a stinger. Woo. Loosen my belt. Loosen my belt. Oh, oh man. A team hits hard, coach. Goodness gracious. All right, tame me up. I'm going back in. Next. Lars. Brent. Thanks for coming in to do the show. Yeah, thank you, buddy. This now, next fun. week, Eliana Noah will be back. Yeah, finally. Because mm-hmm. we've had a bunch of twofers. Yeah. Two twofers. A couple in a row. Mm-hmm. It's been fun. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Good excuse to hang out with Lars on a Sunday. Get our pee jokes out and mm-hmm. get ready to rejoin society. Yeah. Check us out on Facebook at megaboomradio.com. Mm-hmm. We're also on SoundCloud. We love to hear from you guys, so please keep uh, sending us messages. Please do. And uh, if Tom Blankenship's got his Photoshop out, always excited to see what he's got for us. Come on, Tom. <laughs> Bring it home, baby. We'll see you guys all next time here on... Man!